Hi, how are you? I'm good. Hey there, good morning, Trisha. <clears throat> hey guys, welcome to the show before the show. I know some people jumping in, like two or three of us in right now. <laughs> we'll get that going. Hey, good morning, Ben. Uh, Wenty's on the show today, 9.30. Oh, yeah, unfortunately, I just saw this. I'll say it again today. Um, no tabs take today. Uh, tab's not going to be in. She's got a family situation she's dealing with. So that's unfortunate. Big prayers there. Big prayers. There's Ben. What's up? Hey, good morning, Kurt. Good morning, dude. Hey, Jessica. I'm Mary Joe, Sherry, Joanna, Angie, Timothy, Trisha. Thanks, guys. Um, of course, we do the show before the show. We just pop on as we're just letting you know. It's kind of we warm up. It's our uh, it's our jog before our our sprint. Right. <laughs> I was sprinting in here, though. Yeah, why, why were you racing in? There's no reason to race or run. It was just bumper to bumper to bumper out there. There was an accident right before the bridge. So We broadcast live for anybody that's out of the St. Louis area for people who don't know. Uh, Kamala Harris is the least liked vice president in American history. You know, that's true. I think she had like a negative number. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I, I believe that. Nobody likes her. And she really hasn't been out doing much. I mean, it's... Yeah, they're keeping her in the closet. Well, <laughs> by the least liked president or the least successful president in American sure. history. By the worst secre uh, secretary. Let's see here. We got here. Transportation secretary. The worst one ever. The worst attorney general. I mean, like the worst goes on the, the and worst on of and everything. on. And on and on and on and on. Uh, yeah. We're a new show. We cover lots of things. It just, it frustrates me though when I see, uh, you know, just, I, I don't know if people, people will ever change with social media and all the keyboard warriors course we broadcast out of the st louis area um for the most part we're all cardinals fans um adam wainwright a pitcher has done a lot um for the city for the team for success on and off the field um clearly clearly he's one of the worst pitchers in major league right now he is i mean he's he, he's older he was above average last year he really was um but talk about mob mentality um, he got rocked in London, and I'm not talking about off the field, on the field. And then he admitted, he's like, hey, we lost because of me. He literally said it, but then people just, they lit up his Twitter account. So he goes off Twitter. People just can't keep themselves away from typing. 
Right. When people are going through bad times, people just love to pile on. I Let's sure pile do. on. I sure do. I went through it. Lots of people go through it. It just, people's lives must be so bad. And I feel bad for people who have to go after. It makes people, it must make people feel good to write bad things about it. I've never done it, Lizzie, and I won't. Right. Never. You're good about really not being catty about other people, Don't except go, for maybe Joe Biden. Well, <laughs> I feel sorry for him. Yeah, you yeah, and you even do feel sorry for him. Oh. I don't feel sorry for him because I think uh. that that's his ugly soul coming up yeah. from what he's doing. And no, I'm not right. saying that he he's deserves reaping. He's, reaping. But he's reaping what he sowed. Yeah. I get it. I get it. People I mean, it just I, I just I cannot stand keyboard warriors. Cannot stand keyboard warriors. Yep. And and we all get them, like especially doing this. I got some hate stuff last night. Really? Yeah. And then when I confronted the <laughs> what, person what you about get, it. What are you getting hate stuff I'm for, just Lizzie? so disappointed in Lizzie that she walks, she talks the talk, but she doesn't walk the walk. And I said, what are you meaning? I really do think I walk the walk. And it was, I don't even think it was one of our listeners, but it was another it conservative. But they were just saying that. Yes. And they what? said it's because I personally have not taken up arms and gotten a militia together. Oh my God. And I was like, I'm not going to get a militia together. I, and that's not what we do. I mean, I, if you want to do that, fine. But I, I asked them point blank, who do you want in your army? And who do you want fighting? And who exactly are you going to go kill? God. There was There's, no answer to it. But People, that's, people you know. need to cool it with the militias. If you want right. to do it, great. If it makes you right. happy, great. Right. But most but people that I know with a, a militia, they're they're too just all talk. I don't see them out there killing anybody. <laughs> well, we don't. We're not. We're not advocating for killing. No, we're, we're not advocating for killing yet. Yet, yet. <laughs> I'm all for defending. And if you come hey, after my people, good morning, Abe, Sherry, Drew. Good morning, Angie, Jerry. Um, I don't. I just. I, I hate mob mentality. I hate it with a passion. I told that story. Were you here? The first time I faced mob mentality, it was covering the Detroit Red Wings uh, parade after the 2007 year. They won the Stanley Cup. I was in Detroit. I worked in Detroit for 11 years, uh, first as a sports guy, then as a news anchor. Um, Jerry calls Drew a keyboard warrior. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's probably true. They, we were literally out on the parade route, and there was only one spot where you could talk to the Red Wing players. They, you know, they drive by in the cars. We've seen celebrations in the St. Louis area. So there was only one spot where all the media could go up. We walk up, they're standing in vehicles. So they lean over, we hold our mic up to talk to them. So each time a car comes, we run out, we talk, we run back to the side. Well, people started getting really pissed off because they were trying to get their, quote, pictures. Oh, uh, right. And they couldn't okay. get pictures because they were bent over talking to media. Oh, my. Angie, a keyboard warrior, is someone who sits behind their laptop or their phone and goes after and attacks people with their thumbs <laughs> in the cover of darkness. In the cover of darkness. Behind their electronic device, not having to be responsible for the words Correct. that they put out there. Correct. And, and they do it a lot. And they can either do it right on social media or they take their little thumbs and they go on in people's DMs yeah. and go, do you know what Vic did? Or do you know what so-and-so did or whatever? Yeah. But they won't confront you yeah. no, or and, me or whoever. Well, Andrew says, poor Adam Wainwright. I, 
that reads it reads kind of negative, Drew. Like you're being kind of a jerk, but that's fine if you are. I mean, that's the role you play on the show. That's what he we, plays the jerk. Well, of the we show. paid we paid Drew good to money be, to do it to be the instigator. Yes, yes, he's um, paid well. Yes, he is a keyboard warrior. <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, Adam Wainwright. So I was at that 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 parade. They would lean over. People started yelling and screaming. Eventually, it got to about a hundred people chanting. Wow! Go home, seven. Go little wow. old women cussing at me. Get out of here! Unbelievable! Bear, we hate you. Because I I called my boss in the middle of the parade and I said, listen. And they're screaming and yelling at wow. me because I was I was faster. I was raised faster than everybody else. Yeah. I'm going to compete. I'm going to get. So I was getting all the interviews, and they were so pissed. Go home seven because I worked for Channel Seven. Yes. WXYZ yes. Seven in Detroit. Wow. Go home seven. Go home seven. I had to get a police escort back to the car when it ended. Holy cow. That, and Holy that's cow. just giving you the Cliff Notes version. Make it quick, not some long drawn out story. Yeah, but that's leave people alone, dude. Just, yeah. If you have problems in your life, see a therapist. I've been to therapists. They help. They're great. But don't take out your frustrations on other people. Yeah, it sucks that Wainwright is not good this year. But damn, has he been good for a long time. Wow. Unreal. Unreal. Craziness. Craziness, craziness. Crime in St. Louis is still bad. Um Texting with our friend Nicole Jenkins, uh, I asked her, I'd love her to come on Thursday. Good. Um, we're going to get Nicole for Thursday. We'll figure out a love time. It. Love me, Nicole. Um, we'll do that too. We get her in here. It's the show before the show. Hope everybody's doing well. I'm Vic Faust. Uh, unfortunately, Tabitha is not going to be in there. She's taking care of a family emergency uh, health thing with her family. You can reach out to her privately if you want. I'm not going to share everything going on in her family, but... No, it's not fun. It sucks. Um, Abe said, I had a dad at a 7v7 game say that my kid needs his ass kicked. 7v7 oh. football. They train during the summer. High schools play high schools. It's all the skill positions. Quarterbacks, receivers, running backs versus linebackers and defensive backs. Um, he was a tough guy. Abe says he was a tough guy until I called him out. Then his wife had to save him. <laughs> That's funny. That's really good. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Oh, we that's just good. Be, be nice. Be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. Sometimes you have to be mean. It's one of the best quotes from the best movie of all time. Well, I should say the best B movie. Projo, do you know where I'm going with this? Be nice. Until it's time to not be, be nice. nice. Uh, yeah, well, how do we know when it's time to not be nice? I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Come on, where's our group today? You got to I'm Projo, I thought you would have known the movie. I'm racking my brain. I, 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 I it doesn't even Also, from the movie, the other quote, pain don't hurt. That's your other clue. Somebody's got to come in with that. Anybody on the line know what that means? Boom! Ben Kahn, Roadhouse. Of course, Ben got it. <laughs> ben is so smart. Good job, Ben. Wenty's on the show today. At 9.30, they're in the studio. Yay! Uh, Rochelle, their great general manager. Um, they're going to be featured this on the 29th. When's the 29th? That's Thursday. Uh, they're going to be featured on uh, Best American Restaurants. Love that. Yeah, so they, Love were, that. they were chosen. They're coming to 
shoot video on Thursday at Wenty's of That's all places. Great. And can um, the public come or will we find out more about that? Um, yeah, Ben? Yeah, we'll find out today. Okay, yeah. I thought I read something yes. on Wendy's thing oh, yeah, that, no, we were, out, that we could all come. No, they'd like uh, another huge crowd out there. Good, just good. Just because that's in the Chesterfield we'll be there. Valley. Um, just because it's a it's a big honor. I love it. Uh, the they food, deserve it. Yeah, the food got put out. You know, people start talking about the great food. Uh, lunch, dinner. <laughs> Jay Payne is temporary, but glory lasts forever. Hi, Heather. Hey, Jay. Hey, Mary Jo. Uh, I played football, not a star, not in college, not at Mizzou, maybe in high school. Uh, Jerry, good morning. Yeah. Nothing like a nothing like a show and we can pop some Roadhouse quotes in. Love it. <laughs> Roadhouse awesome. 2 coming out, but I've already talked about that on the show before as well. Jake Gyllenhaal, by the way, um, is he's playing Patrick Swayze's son, I guess, in the, in this this new movie. And um, I saw a picture of him. Yeah, dude, he is ripped beyond belief. Wow, it's like one of the best bodies I've ever seen. And then I looked it up, and the work that he put in for the, he's a UFC fighter, cage fighter in this movie. But anyway. I can't wait for that. I'll be like one of those Star Trekkies that mm-hmm. waits in line for days. I'll camp out in my tent. Yes, yes. But there won't be other people like, so I won't have a rush. It'd probably just be me. Just you all by <laughs> your little self. There won't be 10,000 people wanting to see it. Just Vic. Just Vic. <laughs> Projo likes that. All right, let's go ahead. It's the show before the show. We're having some fun this morning. Uh, before we get more serious about things, um, cancelthishow.com. Like, subscribe, share the show. All right, let's get it going, Projo. Hey guys, welcome to CancelThisCancelThisShow.com. You never know where the show's going to go. We put together a mini outline and we try to stick to it and then see where it goes. It is funny bringing up Patrick Swayze, um, gone way before his time. God bless his soul. Um, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in the corner. From Nobody. Face- from Facebook user. Um, that is funny. Um, can you name that movie, Lizzie? Um, uh, I can see it. Come on. Um, not not Footloose, but... <laughs> You've got your lifeline on the other side of our I window. do. Does anybody have a lifeline? Somebody bail me out. Pro I can Joe see Joe, bail her out. What is it? I can see it. You're it's gonna... that movie with the camp and... Dirty Dancing. What is it? Oh, dirty Dancing. Oh. Lizzie. I know, Nobody it's Dirty Nobody puts dancing. baby in the corner. Another Patrick Swayze. See, now... Oh. Now... That is like one of the worst movies he's ever done compared to Roadhouse. I'm sorry. I'm going to light everybody up. I'm and compared to Ghost, too. Well, I liked Ghost. I was pretty No, good I loved too. Ghost. I did. I loved it. Yeah. Anyway, hey, it's well. <laughs> I, I suck at singing. Sorry. Jay says, my wife's favorite movie. Yep. I know some people who love the movie as well. Uh, I'm Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks in studio, uh, co hosting today. You're co hosting again. Okay. Okay. Thanks for letting me know that. And running the chat line. Tabitha uh, is out today, unfortunately. 
dealing with some um, situations in her family. She's good. I don't mean to scare anybody. If anybody wants to re reach out to her privately, she can tell you what she's taking care of today. Nothing with her. She's fine. Just taking care of family members. Uh, Eric Johnson in route and Projo running the boards today. This is cancel this cancel this show.com. We appreciate you joining us Monday through Friday, eight to 10 a.m. Central time and all the time on our website, cancel this show.com. We say it every day because we're told we need to and remind you, please like the show, subscribe it. Um, give us a thumbs up, whatever. It helps get us out to more people. It's just how the system works. With all of our platforms, you go to canceltheshow.com. Many people may call up the show straight from Facebook, straight from YouTube, straight from Rumble, Clout Hub, Twitch, Twitter. But if you go to the other sites as well, or if you go to canceltheshow.com, you can pop up the show there. Um, give a thumbs up, a like, uh, a thumbs, a like up. That pushes it out to more people. Also, for our listeners on podcast, if you want to send this show to somebody, you can send it just like a just like a text. You can like it and then send it, and we appreciate it. Uh, John says, "Yeah, the SNL skit with Chris Farley as a Chippendale dancer was great. People talk about that. One of the best skits. It has to be top ten um, because of the timing that it came out. Chris Farley, Patrick Swayze." Um, Aaron says Vic loves Roadhouse and notices the dude's bodies in the movie. <laughs> Happy summer of pride. You know what? Leave me alone, dude. Aaron, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Aaron, you win the comment of the day. Who cares? I give credit to everybody, buddy. Come on, Aaron. Come on, Aaron. That was pretty Jason, funny, Aaron. Wagons East. Hey, what's wrong with guys giving other guys credit? Nothing. I did notice that girls can, can be comfortable other yeah, girls, and I it's can, fine. You can be comfortable in your own skin and your own masculinity where you can give a guy a freaking compliment. And besides, that is hard. I mean, that is difficult crap looking like Jake Gyllenhaal looks like. That's funny. <laughs> Aaron probably wouldn't have said it in July. It's just because it's Pride Month is why he said yeah, it. I'm yeah. sure that's all it is. Okay, whatever. Um, I was trying to look at some of the quotes. People are on fire today. So they really are. are. The chat line's already hysterical. Yes, Facebook users says, isn't there a Roadhouse remake coming out? Yeah. Yeah, there is. That's what we were talking about a little bit earlier. Um, nice guns, dude. <laughs> yes, Vic, have you ever watched Swayze's movie Black Dog? I did. I like that as well. Uh, yeah, I was a Swayze fan. I did. I like Patrick Swayze. Uh, just wasn't a, a, a big mushy type of... Swayze fan for Dirty Dancing, but it was fine. It was all good. Anyway, so like our shows when you can. Subscribe. Let uh, advertisers know about us too. Um, we're looking for advertisers, and we have some real creative ways that where you can join the program, help us uh, as we try to sell product as well, which helps keep us pay our bills. Um, we're grateful for that. Yes, Facebook Point Break. Uh, Johnny Utah gets his man. Um, what about Red Dawn? Red Dawn, yeah. Man, that's when we had really good movies. Uh, I wish Eric was here. Our 80s. Um, Eric still lives in the 80s, and that's he awesome. He does live in the 80s. Um, anyway, yeah, you can't make good movies anymore because it does offend people. It does. It, it's mm -hmm. sad. But then again, that's what Hollywood does, and that's why Hollywood, Disney, uh, lost over $900 million last year. For sure. Um, seriously, Disney's got some issues, and you know it could be the ESG thing, but whatever the case that is <laughs> he lost me playing and dragged to wong fu i did see that as well and that was bad that was bad
bad, bad, bad. Um, so anyway, um, thank you for joining us and continuing to promote the show as you guys do. If you have any ideas for cancel culture interviews or political interviews, let us know. We continue to bring them and our list continues to get bigger and bigger. And we appreciate that. Uh, Grover Nyquist, I had two texts yesterday. How the hell did you guys get Grover Nyquist? Uh, Alex, thank you again for raising sales. Um, he set us up with Grover and uh, allegedly Grover enjoyed the, the conversation with us as well yesterday, which was terrific to have him. And coming up today at nine o'clock, uh, you will not want to miss John Rourke. Um, we have a guy who's actually on the border now. Now, we've talked to people in the past who've had experience with the border. Now we've got a guy who's actually currently working the border, cleaning up the border, 16-year Army vet who tells it how it is. That's coming up at 9 o'clock. You will not want to miss this interview as he explains what's happening on the border, not only from the standpoint, from a safety standpoint, but what illegals are leaving behind and trashing this country. Can't make the stuff up. It gets worse by the day as President Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, I think she was tasked with taking care of the border and cleaning it up. That's what point. I heard. Um, I guess she gets a big fat eye for incomplete because I don't even Correct. think she's begun the task. Mm -hmm. We'll talk with John at nine. Uh, Wendy's in studio at 9.30 talking about their new uh, episode of Greatest American Restaurants. Um, they're a show sponsor, so we bring them in to talk about that. Also, um, we've got some other uh, things to promote. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see, Metro Shooting Supply will be on this week. We've got uh, Nicole Jenkins. We're going to talk what's happening behind the scenes in the city of St. Louis, which equates to cities all across the country when it comes to crime, whether it's Chicago, Minneapolis, New York, uh, Atlanta. Um, the same things are happening in these cities, Memphis a lack of effort when it comes to stopping crime. Uh, she'll break down what's happening with Tashara Jones because she was kind of a figurehead for the Midwest uh, of, quote, reimagining policing. Well, two years in, nothing's happened. Things have gotten worse. It's, it, it's D-Day. It's time for you to step up or step out, Tashara, because things have not gotten better in the city. And it's not all on her, but a lot of it is. We'll break that down coming up on Thursday with Nicole Jenkins as well. So we're packed. And of course, we've got our Weed Wednesday segment tomorrow, plus uh, real estate news with Kathy and Steve. Um, Kathy Helbig Strick. Steve Strick. So uh, with that being said, we have more stuff coming out now. Uh, Democrat Drew popped in today. He couldn't help himself. Trump needs to get a plea deal. Here's what happened. Somebody released audio. And if you don't know by now that there are massive efforts to try to stumble Trump, to keep him out, to stop him from doing what he wants to do, there's a reason why the American public loves him because the American public is still a good barometer. We still see truth. We try to see truth. We know that things were the greatest that we'd had in a long time when Trump was in office. And we know now what we get when we don't have Donald Trump in office. There is an effort to go after him in a big, big way. He's being set up from the moment that he has took office for the presidency and since then when he decided to come back and run again. Well, here we go. Um, now you have somebody releasing, and I think this is a nothing burger. Democrats, oh my God, he's busted. And I'm listening to political people once again. If you liked Donald Trump or respected him before, you don't, nothing changes after this audio tape. It just doesn't. If you didn't like him, 
it just solidifies your opinion. I don't think anything's going to happen. Here is the tape, uh, the audio tape that was released uh, of him talking. Um, somebody released this to CNN talking about documents. Um, yeah, and as we play it, we'll, we'll get to Joe Biden. Nothing regarding Hunter has been leaked, and there's a reason for it. Um, and Kevin says Trump is the only representative we have in Washington. Um, here's the audio that was released from Donald Trump talking about um, documents. Bad, sick people. That, but, that was your coup, you know, against you. That's well, it started they, right at the like beginning. Like when Millie's talking about, oh, you were going to try to do a coup. No, they, they were trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right. Trying yeah. to overthrow your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. It's pages long. Look. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's see here. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Except it is like highly confidential yeah. <laughs> secret. This is secret information. Look, look at this. You attack, and Hillary would print that out all the time. You know, <laughs> send it, email. No, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner, yeah, yeah. the pervert. Um, by the way, isn't that incredible? Though? Yeah. I was just saying because we were talking about it, and you know, he said he wanted to attack Iran and what. He's in the papers. Wow. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out. A, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified. Yeah. It. Now I can't. You know, but this is. Yeah. Classified. Now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so cool. I mean, it's so. I'm look. We here and I have. A, and you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, it's, I believe it's incredible. You. Right? No, they, hey, bring some, uh, some cokes in, please. It's so true. They never met a war they didn't want. This just makes everybody like Trump more that already likes him. For them to show this exonerates Trump, I think. It just shows how the deep state, it was out to get him. It's no. real clear to me. Well, Democrats and people who hate Trump are trying to suggest that now he has um, pretty much... Uh, sealed his deal i disagree 100 percent. talking about do talking about uh documents um now he didn't say this to cnn this was give somebody recorded him and he gave then, it to anderson cooper didn't and they? then gave it to cnn yeah um yeah i i agree though aaron trump's lawyers have to tell him to shut the truck up uh i i get it but this was before let's just put it this way um, we've all had conversations in private that we would not want recorded. And the fact that people are now recording people and trying to send them, uh, you can only do it in some states. Now, keep in mind, it's not legal to record people without their knowledge in this country. It's only legal in some states. In Missouri, it's right. legal. In Illinois, it's not. One little border decides that. So, there are people that say things in private, and you know you do it. We've all done it. You say things in private. 
none of us would want all of our conversations recorded. You just wouldn't. You just would and played for everybody. Now, um, Jay says, the judge has already warned them about leaks. This is definitely a leak. There are people who are going after Donald Trump. They are scared to death of an election where Donald Trump is there because we already know this country is more for Donald Trump than they are for Joe Biden. There's no Democrat come on, that truly thinks that Joe Biden is a good president. Not even Democrat Drew, who joins us sometimes, uh, who hangs on every word that we say, who you know sits around and waits for eight o'clock to get here so he can listen to us because we are the bright shining light in his dark, miserable day. We get it. Democrats want Trump gone because they are scared of Donald Trump because we had four good years and we didn't realize how good we had it when Trump was here. Maybe we did. Maybe we did. I did. I did. for But sure. now you realize now you realize how bad things are with Donald Trump. And then yesterday polling comes out showing Kamala Harris as the most unliked vice president in the history of this country. Uh, and of course, she was chosen by the worst president in the history of this country. And together, they are part of the worst administration that the United States has ever seen. So you'll see Democrat national media outlets trying to make a big deal about that recording. I don't see it being a big recording. Does it change your mind about Donald Trump and his legal issues? Uh, to me, it doesn't. I, I, I don't see it. Um, Greg says all anti-Trumpers will break the rules, but will bitch if anyone else besides them does the same. I exactly. have to agree. Yep. You're right, Greg. Joe reminds us selected, not elected. Um, those things that, that happens as well. Um, so I, I think it's a big nothing burger. I don't know. We'll see. Jay does want us to, rem he wanted to remind us that Fox reported that there is no record or even a document that matches his statements. So zero proof of real document. Once again, Fox reported that there's no record or even a document that matches his statement. So zero proof of a real document. And the reason we try to bring up things that we do is to show you and educate you what's happening. Um, you just have to be careful. And once again, Eric has said it many times, Republicans play chess, Democrats play, or excuse me, Republicans play checkers, Democrats play chess when it comes to the nefarious backdoor sure. dealings, the dark room deals that are made, um, the things that happen when it comes to getting documents out there, hiding documents, and we've seen it. We've seen it with the whole Biden crime syndicate situation that's going on right now. Um, so anyway... You've got it. There you go. This is a nothing burger. Once again, they will stop at nothing. We told you on this show when we began this uh, at the start of the year, people are going to come out and throw all kinds of crap at Donald Trump. You're going to see indictments here and there and everywhere, and you're going to have attacks right and left day after day, Monday through Friday. It won't stop. There's a reason why the left and why the puppet masters are going after Donald Trump. There's a reason. Remember that. Every time you see one of these stories, remember there's a reason. And not that he's perfect, but because he loves America and because they are scared to death of Donald Trump coming back into office and reminding people that, oh yeah, you mean we can have this. We don't have to get used to the life that's been thrown on us in the last two years. 
let that sink in. Yeah, literally think about that, for sure. Um, and then while the Trump situation is going on, we have another deal. Joe Biden. <laughs> um, now we know why the Democrat Party is being as dirty as they possibly can be, not allowing any debates with RFK or Marianne Williamson. That's a sad state of affairs when the DNC, if you're a Democrat, how can you trust your own party? How can you vote for a damn Democrat when they won't let you have or see or partake in a debate because they know Joe Biden is lost? This could be a totally different country because uh, they stole you know, the election from them before in the primary. So, I mean, this could be totally different. It could have been Bernie and Trump. Who knows? Bernie could have been the president. So, if you haven't seen this, look at look at and listen, and we'll play it a few times, to what Joe Biden says uh, in a group with world leaders. This is by far the most incriminating, worst thing that we have seen, by far worse than Donald Trump, anything Donald Trump has said, done, or been alleged to have said or done. This is a man sitting with other world leaders, incriminating himself to the fullest extent, yet local news, national media won't cover it because they're in on the scheme. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden. I started off without you. And I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things that we shared. I started off without you. And I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things that we shared. Wow. I've sold wow. a lot of state secrets. Wow. I've sold a lot of state secrets. I've sold a lot of state secrets. Do you see the faces of the people when he said it too? Like the guy to the right? No, and let me see. I was, no, I was focused wow. on him. Can I mean, we see that? Look at their faces. Can we Joe, see that again? I started again? off without you. And I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things that we shared. The guy with the beard looked at him like, what the truck? And then the guy to the right just starts laughing like, what did you just say, dude? What did you just say? Hey, Democrats, defend that. Yeah, they can't. This after, can't. This after the WhatsApp, which we focused and read yesterday with Hunter Biden, um, which is real. It's legit. It is not a fake. It is Hunter Biden. Uh, KJP, White House Secretary, refusing to talk about it. Um, we've seen all the State Department refuse to talk about it. Uh, Jay says it right. He is a traitor. He has shown us nothing but a traitor, and he brags about it. Because if you continue to get away with things, of course, you're going to continue to do what you've done. Because, well, at one point in time, when he had cognitive functioning ability, he did think he was above the law. Now he doesn't have cognitive functioning ability, and he just kind of spews from the mouth, which is why he does less and less press conferences, which is why he has put in less and less mm -hmm. situations. That was a time where they could not control the man. No, I have couldn't. sold a lot of state secrets. Th I mean, think about that. I don't think there's ever been, a, I mean, wh who's the last president that did anything like that? Yeah, nobody admitted um, it like he did. Once again, Democrats will just say, well, where are the recordings? I haven't heard one. Uh, we, when you have a corrupt FBI, Democrat Drew, when you have an FBI that has been brought out and shown to be corrupt, 
they can do what they want to do. It's not because they're being fair and honest. They've proven it. Josh Hawley undressed Christopher Ray like he has never been. Un- he wishes he's been undressed oh, like that was this. great. Josh Hawley abused him. The FBI is in on it all and has been. And it sucks because this once great overall organization is not that way anymore. And we saw it on Capitol Hill. It's not in my opinion. It's a fact. And while there are terrific FBI agents in local branches all across this country, the top has shown us otherwise. That's why. And then, of course, the Democrats will probably say, oh, he was just joking. That's that's Joe being Joe. No, that's a damn serious thing that he said. And this is why, why would you watch local media or national media when they refuse to tell you the full story? I'm just asking, why? You're not going to get it. You're not going to get what you want to get. And well, you know, it's the president and this and that. And um, yeah, he's protected beyond belief because if he wasn't protected beyond belief, uh, God knows God knows how compromised this man is with everything else that's been going on around Joe Biden. They don't see him at all, or they pretend not to see him as the big traitor that he is, that he's not this Benedict Arnold dude. They just let him just get by with whatever he does. Well, Robert says, doesn't it prove he works for others? Biden and the British governments are run by the Chinese. Yes. Uh, Aaron says he text messages literally were just made public, but everyone was forced on some rich guy's bathtub submarine. I don't even know what that means. Sorry, man. Um, And then, of course, you have people, as I talk about, their pride becomes so large, their pride becomes so big that they will not admit that it's wrong to stay with Joe Biden. And it's not that Donald Trump is perfect or Ron DeSantis, but come on, you get the idea. Um, This is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust, Tab of the Hassle, off today. Eric Johnson on his way in. We've got Lizzie Sparks taking care of the chat line. And of course, Pro Joe doing everything that he can from the engineering standpoint. Coming up at nine o'clock, you will not want to miss John Rourke. Um, He works the border now in a variety of ways. 16-year Army veteran. Um, He will be coming on at nine o'clock. We'll get down and dirty with what's happening with the Great American Cleanup, an organization or group that he had to begin uh, to try to take care of so many things regarding the border and the invasion that is happening in our country right now. We're going to get into that. We've also got... um, Wenty's coming in at 9.30, St. Louis Place. Uh, They're going to be featured on a national show coming up for the food that they have. So congratulations to them for getting that opportunity as well. We'll also get into a situation um, regarding New York City. You know what? We'll just do it now. Cracking down on this is going to blow your mind. They've drafted new rules. New York City has drafted new rules that would force pizzerias with coal and wood fire pizzerias to be installed that were installed before 2016 they're going to have to install emission control devices that's ridiculous which will reportedly cut carbon emissions by 75 percent that means that restaurant owners would soon be required to install a filter to their ovens as well as hire an engineer expensive to regularly inspect the emissions restaurant owners They should be pissed. Can you believe that this crap is going on? The process is quite pricey. Listen to this. Uh, Yeah, the owners now have to pay about $20,000 on a new air filter in anticipation of this new mandate. New York City. um, 
Now, a city official claimed that less than 100 restaurants would be impacted by the proposed mandate. Okay, well, let me ask you this. If it's less than 100 restaurants and you're trying to see, well, it's not going to affect a lot of people, then do we really have to be worried about the, quote, alleged carbon emissions if it's only under 100 restaurants? That's how bad New York City has gotten. New York City is a blue state. I'm sorry. You don't see these type of rules in red states. But New York City, why the hell? Why the hell would New York City do that? You've already seen a mass exodus from the state. You've already seen a ton of crime and once was an amazing city, arguably one of the greatest cities in the world, be left of a shell of itself with regulations, with COVID, with crime. It is not the same city that it's great, but it's not the same city it was. And then you bring in these situations emissions restaurant owners are you kidding me twenty thousand dollars to take care of this situation now the restaurant owners one pizzeria hey you don't want a truck with pizza owners in new york city i'm just telling no you, you don't you don't of all places uh, one of the the pizza owners that requested them let's see they were they wanted to remain anonymous told reporters in new york city that negotiations were taking place between dep officials regarding whether or not they would be grandfathered in or exempt dozens of coal and wood fire pizzerias from the mad from the mandate That's natural th this is natural natural cooking and they're going after them um this the, the stuff that's happening in new york city uh, and if it's happening in New York City, it would probably happen elsewhere too, Lizzie. Oh, I would imagine. It's going to start happening then in Chicago. And then it's already kind of happening in California. So it's, and New York is known for their cuisine. People go out there. I know my son, he's a chef and he went out and studied out there. And he, I can't wait to talk to him about that later because they pride themselves on having the best equipment and still gas stoves and all that. And they're going to hamper their ability to have good cuisine in New York City. They just are. And it's expensive and they're going to put these restaurants out of business. And I don't know why they want that place to be a ghost town because people can't make it there. They just, they can't. People are leaving in droves. I don't understand it other than it's control and government and, and getting rid of the gas stove agenda. Other than that, it's just pure stupidity. Uh, Bendy says, do crickets need to be cooked before eating? Yes. Tara says, they want us to be dependent on the government for everything. They want to control every aspect of our lives, including our means of cooking. It makes you, it makes you wonder, uh, Jerry, you will own nothing and be happy. Just more money for the government. Yes. Um, yeah. No, I, yes. I get it. It's all about control, control, control. Aaron says, New York City will run out every small business restaurant owner with gas stove and pizza oven regulations. Yes, they will. Then bitch that they're a food desert. Uh, I just hate to see that stuff happen to New York. I do too. Uh, it's in, even if it's a hundred restaurants or less, it's the slippery slope factor. Yes. Once you allow one thing and it's like, oh yeah, well, we're just going to allow this for hundred. Then next week, we're going to push the envelope a little further. We're going to push it a little further. We're going to push it a little further and things continue to happen. And then five years later, you're like, holy crap, look what we've done now to our city. Uh, Bendy reminds us it is the transformation of America. Um, we've seen a lot of things happen over the years, over the past few years with this country changing. Uh, we specifically saw it with colleges and college campuses. Um, there's no doubt 
there is a predominant teaching on college campuses that is liberal. It just is. Um, talk to parents who've sent kids to college for the most part. Not everyone, but for the most part, what happens to kids when they go to college? They come back completely different. Well, when you stand up to the system or kids, the inmates now running the asylum, so to speak, and I, I mean that as respectfully as I can possibly say it, but you have a college professor who was fired or allegedly fired, biology professor, by the way, biology, remember that biology professor, for teaching that sex was determined by chromosomes X and Y. Crazy. When he said this, four students reportedly walked out of the professor's class and went and reported him to their education board at the college. Now, this is in San Antonio, um, I believe it is, yeah, it's St. Philip's College. It's a junior college in San Antonio. Um, the guy is Dr. Johnson Varkey. He is the professor who was fired because t the students alleged that he said what he said. Well, he did. But what happened was um, the First Liberty Institute, it's a law firm that defends religious liberty for Americans, terrific organization, after being fired, they're representing him. They sent a letter to the college on his behalf demanding that the institution reinstate him after he was fired about five months ago. They said, quote, when teaching the human reproductive system, Dr. Varkey also stated that human sex is determined by chromosomes X and Y, and that reproduction must occur between a male and a female to continue the human species. I repeat, Dr. Varkey stated that human sex is determined by chromosomes X and Y, and that reproduction must occur between a male and a female to continue the human species. Right. In the course of teaching human anatomy and physiology, he made these statements in every class for 20 years without any complaint. And then all it took were four students to go whine, complain, bitch, and moan because they didn't get a proper upbringing from their parents. Yes. Bingo. To go and say, well, that's not fair. I don't want to hear that. I don't believe that. Not only should they have kept their damn mouths shut, they're wrong. They're 100% wrong. Science, I repeat, science, 100%. We all know that X and Y are the chromosomes. They determine sex. Now, the people who accept transgender race or transgender people and whatever, that's, that's a feelings thing. Correct. It's not, not a, a fact. fact. It's all about our feelings. Well, we're going to change fact and science because of how we feel, because we've been told our whole lives that, that our feelings matter. No, they don't. No, they don't. Our feelings don't matter. They really don't matter. <laughs> they, they don't. Um, I'm sorry that you've been babied and coddled your entire life to feel as if you're special or more special than somebody else and that you're going to be intolerant of somebody else. So they've been put in this situation. So this professor uh, said that and has been fired. Now, it sounds to me like he'll have a massive, uh, a massive, massive lawsuit uh, on his hands. However, he just wanted to go back and teach. Now, the students said that um, he, he, he said these things before. So the complaints said that because he said that, he's been alleged to be a religious preaching professor. They said that he's made discriminatory comments about homosexuals and transgender individuals, even though there have been no reports of this in the past. <laughs> anti-abortion rhetoric 
misogynistic banter. He said that, the, or the, the students are saying that he's pushed his teaching beyond the bounds of academic freedom. Those are the words these people will use. I don't feel comfortable in a class. Um, I don't feel emotionally safe. Um, I don't have academic freedom. I mean, hell, there's another professor who is bitching because the they're forcing the university is forcing him to to, to speak in English, um, and said that that's going against his right. They said that despite the fact that Varkey taught from the school approved science based curriculum, he literally taught from the school-approved science-based curriculum that St. Philip's College claims he was teaching religious ideas. So, um, <laughs> uh, the school, by the way, uh, here's where it gets interesting. He's taught more than 1,500 students for 22 years teaching the exact same thing in his class Yet he gets fired because four students said that he should not have said X and Y chromosomes determine sex. That is so ridiculous. And I see that Tara is saying that that college has a 100% acceptance rate. So you could probably go in there with all Fs in high school and show up and that's what you're dealing with. Yeah, I don't want to be disrespectful. It is a junior college and junior colleges have their place. They, they do. They do. They do. And, and um, there's good things that can happen and people can utilize junior college for a variety of reasons. Um, but he's speaking facts and why the yes. school would fire him. I've spoken about this before. People in leadership positions, whether it's the media, because I've talked about my former bosses being very afraid all the time, very afraid. We don't want to make, oh, we can't be afraid to offend people. Um, you see it with teachers, you, school boards. We've talked yes. about the school boards here. The superintendents, I mean, they're some of the most afraid people. I won't say the school, uh, but a friend of mine, um, he's getting ready to retire. When he retires, I'll talk about it. In the St. Louis area, let's just say it's considered to be the number one public school district in the state of Missouri. Um, he told me it blew his mind how afraid people are. The principals, the superintendents, everybody's so afraid of lawsuits and yes. our, our insurance getting canceled because of lawsuits because you have people like this who will bring up lies and try to hurt people. Um, Paula says, of course, when you lie and when you teach, it's all when you lie. So lie when you teach and it's all good. And she's an educator. Um, Paula is an educator and everyone around her almost repels her because she speaks truth. And everybody where she is, I'm not going to say where she works, but everybody's scared. And they're scared of her because she just speaks truth. And they're all afraid of everything. So to your point, you're, you're spot on about that. Uh, Aaron says, so wait a second, chromosomes are now religious? <laughs> I mean, isn't that crazy? Um, yeah, allegedly chromosomes are now religious. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, gosh, I, I don't even know. I mean, this is a small junior college. I know it's not at some massive university, but we have those stories. They happen. They, they can happen. And tomorrow it'll be something else. And we'll figure out where we go from that standpoint as well. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's once again, it depends on the states that you're in. It depends on the lawsuits. That's why you have to have these groups, these law firms that do rec that do represent people when it comes to uh, religious liberties. Um, 
I, I don't know where you go. Um, it is interesting, but we've seen what happens in this country. Um, all it takes is one bad apple to upset the apple cart. And then everybody's trying to figure out where we go, what we do, uh, and go from that. Um, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks here, co-hosting and running the chat board. Tab of the Hassle is off today, taking care of family business. And then we've also got uh, Eric Johnson. We'll see if he's coming in today or well. That's one of the fun things that we got here where we see if Eric's going to show up or not. But by the way, what I wanted to say about that was um, you have a Penn State professor. Um, that is a massive school that is now saying that school forced him to teach English language. He calls it white supremacy, a religious cult. Now, he's a former Penn State University professor, and he's suing Penn State for discriminating against him on the basis of race. <laughs> um, yeah, you can't make this stuff up. He says that he was subjected to instruction that the English language is racist and the embodiment of, quote, white supremacy. He says that he was individually singled out for ridicule and humiliation because of the color of his skin, the lawsuit filed by the Foundation Against Intolerance and Racism, which is called FAIR, F-A-I-R. Um, D. Piero was an English professor at Penn State Abington. Um, once again, the stories will get crazier on a daily basis until you stop them. And when you stop them dead in their tracks, you send the deterrent, the deterrent message. And when you send the deterrent message, over time, things will stop. They will. It, it just, it happens. You go through it. You have to deal with all the crap that's there. Um, <laughs> I, I just look at this going, you have got to be kidding me that this stuff is actually happening. Um, inmates running the asylum, Lizzie, I could not agree any more than what happened there. The apple needs to be put in its place. Sometimes you throw away the bad apple, Todd Bodaker. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you work, that. if you can work to make it work, then you do. If you can't, you can't. Um, and then Robert says, maybe we need to play the lib playbook. Conservative state nationals target a state and we appoint and vote select our own government based on the original founding of this country. And then we all move there. Okay, now you sound like Eric. <laughs> right, the U-Haul take... mentality. Well, I mean, and that could happen. We've talked about what happens with our states, and yeah. this, this country is slowly but surely uh, turning into states that do their own things, that want their own agendas. And maybe we do go there. Maybe that happens at some point in time. I, I, I don't know. Well, and somebody just private messaged me and said, this affects everything, not just your everyday living, not just the economics, even where you want to go on vacation. The Big Apple used to be a place that you definitely want to go see, even though you knew it was liberal. Now people are flocking on vacation to people like more than ever, like Gulf Shores and of course, Florida and all that. But there's going to be tax dollars hurt because people aren't going to want to go there to even give their money on vacation. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many issues, like we said, just um, throw a dart, you're going to hit something that's going on in the country right now. And we try to focus on them. We try to give you the full story of everything here on canceltheshow.com. And, and we love it when you guys jump in as well and keep it going with us and let us know about things that we may not know. And of course, that's why we've been a big team effort. That's why we've had success on the show. Uh, coming up at nine o'clock, John Rourke, you won't want to miss him. A 16-year Army veteran, the Great American Cleanup. Just wait until you hear what's happening at the border and what he and his group are trying to do right now down there. Also, the standpoint of when we talk about, you know, 
President Trump being accused or the former president being accused of mishandling documents and blah, blah, blah. You know, take your eyes off the problems. Focus on Donald Trump. We're not going to focus on the border. We're not going to focus on Joe Biden saying that, yeah, 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 I've sold several state secrets. Um, and we're not going to focus on the other massive issues that we go on. We're not going to let him go and debate. It is interesting, though. Uh, and I was asked to, I had three people send it to me, so I had to show it. I, I ran out of time yesterday. But RFK, who is gaining more and more popularity within the Democratic Party, he is. You'll hear more and more people talk about him. Um, not only has this dude been out there focused on true health and talking about what Big Pharma will do to people, um, what the vaccine did or what the cupcake did for people, um, check this out. No, we don't have RFK tomorrow. Check out RFK. <laughs> that is not a doctored picture, people, on the right-hand side. That is how that man takes care of himself. Lizzie? Yeah, I think he's hot. Yeah, I was like... I mean, I do. I think he's hot. And yesterday, somebody said, would you be more apt to vote for him because he looks like that? Well, probably not, because I you know, would vote for Donald Trump, and he's not exactly look like that. However, that being said... There are people that do based on voting on how they look. And if so, he is by far the best looking presidential candidate. Well, well, maybe if he got a debate with somebody and he came on stage with no shirt on. Right, right. That's but, true. But, That's then he, true. but then he can't talk. Is that voice? I'm yes, just like, uh, it doesn't fit, does it? Because he does sound like this. And when I realized that was his voice, I, I mean, did not look, put two and two together. Dude, yeah, that's, I mean, who's the last politician looked at? Arnold, like way back in the day? Yeah, but he's maybe. Still, yeah, maybe, maybe he definitely looks better. But you're right; <laughs> it doesn't fit. Maybe that's why he's getting so fit is because his voice doesn't match, and uh, he needs to compensate for something. No. <laughs> RFK, a hey, major props to you, dude. Oh, he uh, looks fantastic. Um, because it gets harder as we get older, as we know, to keep our health and to keep everything going on. Now, this is the guy that's out promoting what's healthy and what's not, and then of course he has several health quote advocates all around America who are not in good shape. And I'm being kind in saying that, trying to say that this guy doesn't understand health. Really? Uh, I think he gets it. And I think he's doing it uh, to a, a top degree. That man right there, 68 years old. Wow. And he, <laughs> and he looks maybe 30. And I don't care what disease. he's taking. That man, <laughs> I don't care what he is taking. He looks that, fantastic. That man uh, is, and, and here's the thing. Republican, Democrat, you see RFK and, and, and how good he, and you can leave that up. I'm, I'm still, I'm going to be made fun of. Now, who was making fun of me earlier for giving compliments to guys that look good? Aaron. Of Aaron was, was doing that. But okay. Aaron probably thinks he's hot too. Come on, Aaron, you know you do. But you know what? I feel really bad because I was kind of making fun of his voice and I forgot. No, I brought up his voice. Well, but I agree. But he had. But, but it's a he vaccine had, problem, uh, a thing problem. I knew he had his voice like no, that. I knew he had an issue. Chat line saying. It was from the cupcake? Yeah. That's what people on the chat, I don't know if that's true, but people on the cupcake or on the line are saying that due to the cupcake, that's why his voice ended up like that. I did not know that if that was the case. Uh, Greg says, I must have a nice butt because sometimes when I pass people, they say, what an ass. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'll, the oldest I'll, joke, but cute. All right. It's yeah. Cool. Hey, Democrat Drew says he'll never be president. We get the fact yeah, that he'll we never know that. be president. Okay, that's fine. The Democratic Party will not anoint him. They will not, quote, select 
him. He already doesn't get a chance to do yeah, a debate he's not gonna, because Democrats are afraid and they know that if Joe Biden is on stage with any other Democrat, he's going to be embarrassed further than what he has already embarrassed himself, this country and his own party, not to mention the other things that we've talked about and that we've seen happen. Um, it, yeah, Jay, yeah, who cares if his voice is different? I get it. Uh, there are several things that I agree with RFK, but if you're a Republican, if you're a conservative, you're not going to agree with RFK on everything. You're just not going to. If you actually break him down, he is a Democrat. He is, he is a, a Democrat. true Democrat. He's just one that's calling out Big Pharma. He's one that's calling out what happened with the, quote, pandemic and everything surrounding the cupcake. Um that's where it was. Um, Sarah says, yes, a vaccine injury earlier in life, Got which it. is why he has dedicated a lot of his life to going after that. Makes and sense. Uh, it, it certainly would make sense. But holy crap, 68, oh, yeah, 68 years old. Um, and that dude is jacked. I, I don't know what he's taken. He, he, look, he does. He looks <laughs> fantastic. And I know that there, Mary, who is religious about... Um, you know, watching the show, she had to go watch her grandson today, I believe, and that's why she's not on the line, and she'll listen to it later, but she is a huge RFK fan. I mean, I think she would vote Republican, but if it was anybody but Trump, I think she would vote for RFK. We know that's not going to even happen, but a lot of people would vote for him. Yeah, maybe steroids, human growth hormone, uh, testosterone, those things that you can use when you get older. Um, this is an interactive show, the live portion of this that we appreciate people jump in and so many people do all across the country, not just in the St. Louis or Missouri area where we broadcast live Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. But it is interesting, Jay, when you bring this up. Jay says he's more conservative than many of the fake-ass rhinos. I agree with that, for and sure. It, you know what? You may, you do. You may have a point That's in true. saying that. Um, that is true. Which is sad. And it shows you where we are in this country. But uh, trying to figure out teams, you're either on the right, you're either on the left. And then you have a guy that's kind of come to the middle. And we know that people who are in the middle just aren't making headways because their parties don't allow them to make headways. The last guy that did that was Donald Trump. And we've seen what he has done mm -hmm. to the Republican Party. And I'm sorry, in some cases, Trump has brought the party together, but he has certainly destroyed it and splintered it as well, especially when you have a guy, as we've talked about, like Ron DeSantis. And we've talked about that tons and tons and we will continue oh it's interesting todd we'll give you this before we get okay before yeah, we get like the that. topic Say it. would you pick mike pence or robert kennedy if those were your two choices i would pick robert kennedy in a minute I are you serious 100 oh, percent. pence what he did on j6 and what he's done after that he is a traitor <clears throat> to we the people not necessarily the republican party but to we the people i would never vote for that traitor never wow never and see, I didn't like the way that Donald Trump spoke about Mike Pence. I don't care. On, Jan on January 6th. I, and, and I not, think he deserved it. I do. And my problem with Pence is what he has done after the fact. Correct. And of course, when you get into a race, um, you have to go after Donald. And, and it sucks when you go against Donald Trump and anything, because if you go after him, um, you look bad. But if you try to be his buddy, then you're, you're screwed there too. Yeah, and, and most of our <laughs> listeners um, would agree with me saying that because they are true patriots. They are true American lovers. And what he did was one of the most awful things. We would not even have all of those prisoners from J6 in yeah. there if Mike you know had That's some a great balls. Point. But he that, doesn't. <laughs> Lizzie in the balls again. Well, it's true. He doesn't. I'm sorry about the balls, but he had, was none. <laughs> no, I love it. I, I do. Uh, yeah, it, damn, that... <sighs> 
That's a great question. I'd have to break that down because initially I would say 100% Pence. Yeah, when you no. break down all of the issues and conservative issues and where I am from a religious standpoint as well, I, I mean, yes. it's just... And I agree with that. And it's hard as a Christ follower because I am very pro-life and I believe in most of what the Republican Party says. And you're not going to find anybody more so that way than Mike Pence. Except for he's a liar. <laughs> he is not who you think he is, Vic. He, he may is not, not be. He is a bad man. Look at his wife. Well, one day we're going to have to get into his wife. Those are some bad people. Uh, this is cancelthiscancelthisshow.com. Hey, we'll take a break right now because I can't wait for John Rourke. We got John Rourke coming in. The Great American Cleanup, 16-year Army veteran. You will not want to miss what we're going to talk about, what's happening at the border right now. Not somebody who was there a long time ago, somebody who was actively there doing work. Secondly, what's happening with military recruiting? We've brought this up before. We've talked about it. None of us are actively involved with seeing what's happening to our military, the recruitment that's gone out there. Um, we've got an expert. Can't wait to talk to John Rourke. He's got a lot of energy. Uh, you may have seen him on Fox News. He's made the rounds as well. Um, we try to get some of the best guests that we can. John certainly fills that category. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back in. We'll talk with John Rourke. Uh, if you have questions, let us know. We'll write those down. Lizzie will try to write those down. Um, we'll do our best with that. Don't go anywhere. Share the show. Like, subscribe. Go on all the platforms. It helps us as we push that out, as we continue to tell you. Um, back after you check out our advertisers, if you know of partners, sponsors for what we do, let us know. We will follow up with that as well. Lizzie Sparks in studio taking care of all the chat line, co-hosting. I'm Vic Faust, Projo on the board today. By the way, Tabitha, um, she's taking care of some family business today, so we hope to have her back tomorrow. If you want to reach out to her privately and ask her what's going on, feel free to do that as well. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with John Rourke. This is CancelTheShow.com. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. He <laughs> Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314 276 sold. That's 314 276 7653 or find her online at experience-re.com. 
As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back into Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks running the chat line today. We've got Pro Joe on the engineering board, making us look and sound as good as we can. Uh, coming up at 9.30, we're going to focus on uh, Wendy's as well. They've got uh, the Great American Restaurant crew coming in. Uh, they, I guess they're being honored. We'll get more about that coming up tomorrow. Of course, it's our Weed Wednesday segment with Greenlight Dispensary. You can go there to our website. Check out our advertisers, download a coupon. We'll be learning more tomorrow about what they do. Also, the real estate industry, uh, some interesting topics to get into tomorrow with Kathy Helbig Strick and the mortgage side with New American Funding and Steve Strick. Coming up Thursday, we've got Metro Shooting Supplies. Uh, Stephen King, who, by the way, kicked total ass with you guys, Lizzie and Tabitha, last week in regards to educating people when it comes to guns and ammunition and training and conceal and carry issues. We'll be back with Steve. Plus, Nicole Jenkins breaking down safety, what's happening in the city of St. Louis that needs to be brought forward that nobody's willing to talk about. So we're packed as we always are. And of course, then it's our free-for-all conspiracy theory paranormal Friday. We'll get into all of that. And of course, we appreciate everybody jumping in and supporting our show as you always do. And if you need something, checking out our advertisers first. Okay. With that being said, it is canceltheshow.com. Excited to have in today, John Rourke, 16-year Army veteran. And the first thing that we say to you, John, is thank you for your service. Uh, we appreciate you taking time for us to be here today. Uh, when I was told, man, we're able to get John on the show. Uh, John gets it. John, you do things nationwide. First of all, tell everybody, our viewers and our listeners on the podcast side, uh, a little bit about yourself and what you're up to these days. Sure. So uh, thanks again for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm retired from the Army. I retired in 2015. I'm uh, married, father of four, living down in South Florida. I uh, own and operate um, Blue Line Moving. It's a local and long distance moving company. And uh, I'm the founder of the Great American Cleanup. And I'm also the host of the John Rourke Show on Rumble. Um, so yeah, the Great American Cleanup. Um, basically, what we do with that is uh, my company funds and through donations, we go to different areas around the United States and we clean up trash on 9-11 every single year. Um, you know, we never forget what happened on 9-11 and this is kind of our way to 
to give back and show that we still haven't forgot. And, you know, and what we do when we go to these cities and clean up is we also donate as much money as we can to the police department. So um, we're for funding the blue, not defunding the blue. So um, I try to raise as much as I can. The last two years, I've raised $10,000 each year and donated that money directly to the sheriff's departments down in um, Eagle Pass, which is Maverick County, and then in Del Rio, which is Valverde County. So those are the last two cleanups that I've that I've done. Um, we've also, you know, uh, in September of last year, or uh, no, November of last year, I did a, um, a dog rescue as well. So while I was down there on the border cleaning up trash, which there are thousands and thousands of tons of garbage in every single border town, all along the Rio Grande, floating in the Rio Grande. I mean, it's just an absolute um, catastrophe, environmental catastrophe, um, to say the least, down there on the border. But there are thousands and thousands of dogs and cats just running around, just out in the streets. I don't think that you can go uh, to a supermarket, to a gas station without a dog walking up to you in the parking lot, you know, looking for food or looking for something. Um, it's just, it's just, it's crazy, man. The people are so comfortable coming across the border that they're literally bringing their pets with them. And then once they cross the Rio Grande um, and they're looking for border patrol and they find a border patrol agent, um, the border patrol agent says, Hey, listen, you can't bring that pet into our facilities. You have to, you know, you have to let go of the pet. And they're just like, okay, goodbye. And oh. next thing you know, the dogs and you know, the dogs are having puppies, um, you know, in, in their culture, they don't really spade or neuter uh, pets. So when they're bringing them across, they're having puppies and they're, I'm not joking you. Like we rescued 40. I saw a thousand dogs that day that we were rescuing oh dogs. Wow. And we, all we could get to was 40 um, that we could, you know, walk up to and, and you know, get, get a leash around their neck. Um, so it's just brutal down there on these border towns. And, you know, all these politicians and the news and all these people, they all go down to the border to get their, their shot of the wall or their shot of people crossing but, you know, nobody ever gives back to these towns, ever. I mean, I can't name a single politician that has done anything for, e oh, for Eagle Pass, for Del Rio, um, for any of these places. They just go down there. They set up their cameras in front of the wall. They make a rah-rah speech. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Obviously, nothing ever gets done. And then um, they leave. They're on the first thing smoking out of the Del Rio airport to get back to their lavish lifestyles and, and their, you know, steak for lunch and, you um, they're out of there, man. And these people are literally American citizens, just like all of us are. And they are down there suffering in these towns. They can't sell their homes. They can't sell their land. If they wanted to leave, they can't. No one's moving there. Um, so what's happening is, you know, and I've talked to, I've been to the border in the last two years, probably 10 times. Wow. Um, and, you know, I stay every time for at least two or three days. And I'm not, you know, just driving around, you know, talking. I'm down on the Rio. Like I am in the spots where the people are crossing. And let me tell you, folks, it's not just Central and South Americans here. We're talking about Chinese nationals by the thousands. Yeah, we've shown videos of John. People from all over Africa, every country, the Middle East. Uh, it's, it's non-stop. I mean, I've personally seen over 10,000 people cross right in front of my face with my mm -hmm. own eyes in, in the last times that I've gone down there. It is just a non-stop flow. And then what's happening is they're putting them on um, planes, they're putting them on buses, and they're transporting them to wherever basically they would like to go. So mm -hmm. you get into these Border Patrol facilities, and essentially the Border Patrol agents have now become processors. So they're not stopping anybody. They're just basically processing people that come in. 
and they're saying, okay, group for Florida over here, group for New York over here, group for Pennsylvania, for Chicago. Then they go into their groups and then they literally send them to these states, either by bus or by plane. And then they give them a cell phone so they can, you know, keep track of their, their whereabouts mm-hmm. um, as if they even do that. And um, they just send them to wherever they want to go. These people that are coming here by now, they all have a cousin, a friend, some family member, someone they know that lives here. I mean, this isn't like, you know, illegal immigration has been happening just in the last couple of years. It's been happening for as long as I can remember. It's just way worse than it's ever been now. Um, but these people are they're, they're going to sanctuary cities around the United States and they set up shop. They know that if they get stopped by a police officer, that that police officer is not going to call in for an ICE detainer. And they're going to be able to live their lives and work their jobs. And, um, you know, go, their kids are going to go to our schools, which they do. Um, and it's just it's out of control. I mean, I couldn't you know, you, you hear the news media talking about it. Right. And you never I, I'm kind of trust but verify. Right. So the media, obviously, with the fake news, it's hard to believe anything that they say at face value. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to go down there. I want to see this for myself, because if what they're saying is true, um, I I have to see it. I I can't believe it. Right. So I went down there and man, is it true? It is unbelievable. I try to bring as many people as I can on these cleanups because it will change your life. I mean, going down there and seeing people literally crossing the border with their children across a, a river that sometimes is raging. You know what I mean? Uh, many, many people drown in this river and don't make it across. It's 115 degrees out there right now. So it is just a treacherous, um, disgusting trek these people are making that they're getting raped, they're getting beaten, they're getting killed, um, they're being you know trafficked. This isn't like a nice brisk walk through Central America and into America you go, right? I mean, this is a grueling, um, walk. And then, you know, I live in South Florida, so we have hundreds, if not thousands of people washing on shore yep. every year in Florida. They just, they just, I just watched a video where they stole a boat in Bimini, um, illegal aliens and stole a boat and drove the boat right into the sand, beached, jumped out, ran across the beach and into, into our communities they go. So, and that was in Florida, John. Yeah, that was down here in South Florida. I mean, that, that kind of stuff really happens every day down here. Uh, people coming ashore, whether it's Haitians, mostly Haitians, and Cubans. Um, you know, I always say this, could you imagine getting on a raft made out of styrofoam and some wood you found that washed ashore? No. Taping no. it and shrink wrapping it together. Then you and 10 of your closest friends hop on it and just float across the Atlantic ocean, um, for five, six, 10 days until you run into somebody. Could you imagine doing that? Well, that's how bad it is down there in Cuba. And when we had an opportunity as a government to help those people down there and potentially have an uprising, um, we couldn't give them the internet that they needed so they could communicate. I mean, people forget about this stuff. And now here we go. We have China building a military base down in Cuba. While we can't even function as a military recruiting wise, we're missing our recruiting goals by 25%, right? Which is what they're telling you. I am still personal friends, good close friends with a lot of recruiters that are on active duty. You know, I just retired in 2015. It wasn't that long ago. So I still have at least a dozen people that I'm that I'm good friends with that I've personally recruited with or met. Um, and uh, I talk to them and they tell me what's going on. The real story with, you know, what's going on with military recruiting and from the Army's perspective, uh, perspective really, those mm-hmm. are people talking to our Army recruiters. And they say it's far worse than what the, the Army is telling you. Of course. 
you know, it, it's, it's not just the wokeness, right? Everybody wants to focus on that because that's a hot topic right now. Right. But a, a big reason for it is kids are very much overweight. It seems like they're all on prescription drugs. They made marijuana so easy to get their hands on that it seems like everybody's smoking marijuana. And frankly, um, a big thing is that, you know, veterans like myself, we're not recommending to the youth of America, to our nephews, to our nieces, to our, to our friends' children, you know, our children that are now 16, 17, 18 years old. I'm not recommending that they join the service right now. Right. Um, and I was a recruiter, and I absolutely loved my 16 years in the United States Army. I loved it. It was one of my you know, greatest, the greatest job I ever had. And uh, it's just such a shame to see the way it's, it's gone now. Um, you know, no one wants to, to, to fight for this commander in chief, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. If that's what you want to call this, this, this old fool, mm-hmm. a commander in chief, mm-hmm. nobody wants to go into an endless war with Ukraine or Russia or China for no. this. Right. So people, give tax are money. Out. people are waiting. Let's wait two more years and see what the army looks like. And then maybe I'll join. That's kind of what my recommendation is let's see if we can get President Trump back in there and straighten this stuff out so we can be proud of our military again and we can you know, start enlisting people that want to fight, that are focused on the fight for this country and aren't focused on gay pride and transgenderism and drag queens and all these things that literally do nothing for our readiness, do nothing for our country, okay? We fight wars. That is what I trained for every single, I didn't go into the woods for 30 days to figure out my, what my feelings are on gay pride or transgenderism. Mm-hmm. I went into the woods for 30 days and slept in a tent in the freezing cold to train to fight a war, okay? We need to focus on that and stop focusing so much on things that literally do not matter. We're, our military is spending millions of dollars on advertising to try and recruit less than 5% of the people that actually join the military. Dear Think God. That. That's awful. We're talking with John Rourke from the Great American Cleanup Form, uh, 16-year Army veteran. You're hearing him talk about all the things that he's doing. There's so much to unpack, John. You're better than advertised. I first became yeah. familiar with you a few years ago when you were on Tucker, and you were trying to bring some of these things to life, what's happening around the country, and the effort that you're putting into this. Um, you brought up about 20 different topics just introducing yourself that are massive major issues the first one i wanted to jump into and then we've got all i mean you're blowing up our comment line as i knew you would because i want to see if there's anything that people can help you with um you bring to light what you're actually doing there but what do what do these cleanups consist of because you won't see this on local news maybe down where you are yeah. Uh, maybe in Texas on the border when you're making your trips, um, and you certainly won't see it on national news. Um, what are these cleanups consisting of when you talk about every border town trashed? We're not even yeah. talking about the current invasion that's happening. We're talking no. about the trash that's left behind. Yeah, I mean, and it is significant amount of trash. I mean, we're not talking about a couple, you know, a couple garbage bags full. We're talking about hundreds of tons of garbage. Um, and some of the videos, you know, if you want to, you know, go to my Instagram or my, that's primarily where I'm at is on Instagram and Rumble. Um, if you go to my Instagram, I have tons of videos that are posted there where you can see it firsthand. This is not some reporter. Uh, this isn't like a cameraman for a news station filming this and selectively editing anything. This is like real raw 
right on the border, right in people, like people are literally coming out of the river. And I'm the first, I pulled people out of the river on our first cleanup. Um, and you spoke about Tucker, right? So I was on that show on the Tucker Carlson show yep. the first time because I exposed the 20,000 plus illegal aliens living under the international bridge in Del Rio. The reason why we all know about that is because I just happened to be cleaning underneath that bridge when there was only 600 people, 800 people that were under that bridge. And I'm picking up trash. I'm saying, what the hell? Where are all these people? What are they doing here? Like, I don't understand what's going on. So, And that was we, two years ago. Two years ago. We started going live. And next thing you know, it gets around three o'clock. Border Patrol comes up and says, you guys got to leave. So they kicked us out. And at that point, there was probably, I don't know, six or 7,000 people under this bridge. So um, they kicked us out because we were exposing it. And um, we left. And we, we go back to day one's cleanup site, um, which was trashed again. And one day there was, you know, we had picked up, you know, uh, at least a ton of clothes. And um, we went back the next day. There was clothes everywhere, which tells you that hundreds of people crossed in literally 24 hours. And when we went back there, Fox News had their, uh, their drone crew there. And they were getting like some B-roll material of the Rio Grande. And I was like, hey, guys, I think you're in the wrong spot. And they were just like, what do you mean? And I said, well, look at this video on my phone. And they go, well, where the hell is that at? And I said, uh, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes down the road from here under the International Bridge in Del Rio. They're like, get out of here. I said, absolutely not. Um, so they packed, they dropped that drone so quick, man, I'll tell you what. That drone yeah. came down. Mm -hmm. They packed that thing up. They were in their car. And then next thing you know, breaking news, you see yep. the drone flying over the encampment. And then there you go. And um, from there, you know, I was able to go on Tucker Carlson and, you know, and then really express what it was like to be there talking with those people. And if you watch some of my videos, they're all screaming that they love Joe Biden. I mean, love Joe Biden. I Is mean, that legit? Of, Is that yeah. legit that they love Joe Biden? I mean, they love him. You know, and, I, and if you go to my, my, my Instagram, there's videos wow. of people, gentlemen talking about how much they love him. He's a great, he's a, he's a humble man. He's a loving man. He cares about the Haitian people and we care about him. Wow. Thank you so much. First we come to America, then we get a green card, then we get citizen. That's what the guy says on the video. And that's the impression that the rest of the world that's trying to come here has, that it's very easy to get here. If you come here within a short amount of time, you'll be a citizen here. And this is what these people are under the impression, like they're coming here and for good reason, because what, what, they're, what they think is actually happening. I mean, they are coming here and they are going into our cities and their kids are in our schools. So it is happening. I mean, I was an army recruiter. I used to recruit in high schools all the time, right? If you're not in your high school as an army recruiter, you're, you're going to be a bad recruiter. So I'm talking to kids constantly, our youth, right? And I run into so many illegal alien children in our high schools that were interested in joining, joining the, the military but I, they couldn't join because they weren't citizens. And that's when it really started to hit me was like, wow, man, we don't, we complain so much as a society about our education, how bad it is yeah. and how many kids are in our, in each classroom. Yet we're allowing illegal aliens, children to fill up our classrooms. A yes. lot of them don't speak English. So you have almost non English speaking children in classrooms with children that speak English. What are the teachers supposed to do in that situation? Like, how does that help any of the children in an already crowded classroom get a better education? It, it doesn't. John, so, we're, as you know, we're in the Midwest, and I found out that where we live, they are actually taking some Catholic churches 
and kicking the Americans out and combining churches and the Americans can go in one and they're making an entire Catholic church for non-English speaking people and they're busing them here in the middle of the night. I've, I've seen the tapes. My friends go to the airport and look and they're transforming just as what you were saying, our schools as well as they're taking our churches even is what they're doing. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not going to stop. They're, they're trying to take everything. They're taking yes. our schools, yes. they're taking our churches, they're taking every, I mean, literally, they're taking our communities, they're taking our jobs, they're taking our money, okay? Like, these people that are coming here need every single thing from the government to live. Yes. Every single thing. They need us to feed them, they need us to clothe them, they need us to shelter them, they need us to educate them, they need us to do every single thing these people are coming across with medical issues they're getting pacemakers put in they're getting dentures put in they're getting whatever medical treatment that is ailing them when they come across these borders i've talked to registered nurses in the hospitals in del rio okay and this is what they're telling me listen i put we put a pacemaker in an illegal alien two weeks ago i, I said what we have veterans that are waiting to get bingo Okay, we have veterans who have one tooth yes. in their mouth. Okay? One. They're yes. embarrassed. They can't even go get a job because their teeth are so destroyed and the VA can't fix that. But we have illegal aliens coming into this country getting dentures? You have got to be kidding me. We have people in East Palestine who <sighs> cannot get a place to live for a significant amount of time till they can figure that mess out. But we are putting illegal aliens in four and five star accommodations in cities throughout these, th these United States. Yes. What the hell is going on in this freaking country? We're talking right? with John Rourke from the great mm. American cleanup. We've talked about some of the work that he does Hey, real quick. As I remind people who are jumping in right now, um, how can people find your Instagram handle and find you on rumble your show? Real sure. what, yes, what is search, that? Search John J Rourke on Instagram and uh, the John Rourke show on rumble. Um, every Tuesday and Friday at uh, 7 p.m. I do a live show. Sometimes I have people on, sometimes I don't. You know you know how it goes. Yeah. Um, but um, I can tell you what, you're going to hear a lot of what I'm talking about right now. We're, I talk a lot about the transgender movement, the gay pride movement, how they're infiltrating our communities and our schools and, and our children's minds. I talk a lot about the border and I talk a lot about just America as a whole, the military. I mean, what, what's going on right now is a total transformation of this country where we have people focusing so much on basically, you know, gay pride, right? Which is all gay is, is who you choose to have sex with, right? Mm -hmm. Can you right. find another thing that makes you gay? Right. That's, no, that's, I, I can't. Gay. I mean, no, you're right. But you're absolutely right, John. Else. It's about who you have sex with. Why are we giving them a whole month? Yeah. Veterans get one day. Right. They get a whole month to talk about how they have sex with. It makes no sense to me. It makes no sense because that is what gay pride is. It's yes. I'm proud of who I have sex with. Who cares? Who the hell cares? Why do seven-year-olds need to know anything about sex? Right. Period. At all. It's, it's not about pride. It's about 
sex. No, it is. It's and well then, said, John. When you break yes. things down, they are pretty black and white. Um, we get yes, lost with media messages. We get lost with peer pressure. That's what happens in our society. One yes. of those things that really, I mean, like once again, 20 different topics. We're talking about what's happening at the border. Um, you brought up something else I wanted to get into before we move on. Can you please break down when you talk about the military recruiting? Yeah. Um, because as so many things scare me, I'm very, very concerned about our military, not only the lack of funding and lack of our money being there for what our troops actually need when we see so much money going to Ukraine, but from the recruiting standpoint, you spoke of obese being one situation, Yes. but what about the situation that made me think about this regarding the, the commercials that are out there, the woke commercials of not wanting good, strong young men and women, but more concerned with young men and women who want to be woke. Yeah, I mean, it's a cancer right now in the military. Um, you know, the vast majority of the military just wants to focus on training. And focus Good, on I'm glad to hear that. You know what I mean? They do. Um, but you should definitely be scared about our recruiting and inability to do so. All right, you should definitely have a lot of concern about that. We're now two years in a row where we haven't made mission. Okay, we go from making mission to not making mission. What does that mean? Can you break it down for the average civilian yeah. person when you say those words? Yeah, so as a recruiter, you have a mission. You have to put in a certain amount of people every month. Every recruiting station has to do that. So when I refer to making mission, meaning hitting your numbers, right? So we're not hitting our numbers as an army. Last uh, This past year, 25% off, according to the army. Damn. The year before that, it was worse than that. So we're not recruiting the right amount of people to join. So... We have people leaving in droves, getting out, either getting kicked out or getting out, right? Because their time is up and they don't want to re-enlist. So we have a hard time re-enlisting soldiers to stay in. We have a hard time getting civilians to join, very hard. And then we have a lot of people leaving, very similar to the police force, right? Which no one talks about recruiting-wise. They're going through the same things. Um, so John, we're trying. We're trying to bring that up on our show as well. Great point. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. And those are the people that are out there every single day trying to protect and serve us. But they're having their troubles as well for the same reasons the military is. It's the wokeness. It's the feeling that no one has your back truly. Um, like, for instance, um, I follow a page on Instagram, Terminal CWO, and he posted, a, you know, every through Gay Pride Month, he's been posting stories that people send him. He's, a, he's an active duty service member, um, and he posts videos of Gay Pride displays, very extravagant displays all over every military post. In the PXs, you know, the PX is like the military um, shop. You can go buy clothes and stuff like that. Every base has one. They set up these extravagant gay pride displays where they put lots of money into it and lots of time. And here we are in Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. Not a mention about that where we are in a mental illness catastrophe in the United States Army with PTSD. No one talks about that. No one talks about the fact that, that service members are killing themselves in droves, highest level ever recorded veterans are killing themselves in droves but yet here we are focusing millions of dollars on on gayness which literally has nothing no real effect on on the army or readiness but they're 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 taking that money and instead of focusing it on i don't know keeping soldiers alive how about we start doing that can we just focus on keeping our service members breathing air all right can you name another hospital that you are aware of that people go to to kill themselves. I'll yeah. wait. 
Because no. I don't know of yeah. another hospital. The only one that I know of is the VA. Why is that? Because the VA is worried about gay pride. Oh, my. Okay? They're not worried about 22 or 23 service members, uh, veterans, killing themselves every single day. John, is this because of the leadership at the top where we see a situation with the FBI? Most of the FBI agents that I know and that this show knows throughout the country are good, hardworking men and women who want to do right, who remember what the FBI was founded for. But you have a few elites who dictate and everything else trickles downhill. Is that what's happening in the military? It's 100% what's happening in the military. People like Mark Milley, these people that are generals, that um, that are are putting these these um, messages down to you know lower ranking you know the lieutenant colonels and the battalion commanders these people and pushing these narratives they're they're destroying the military from within it's like a rot that just keeps rotting okay and we're not addressing it it's the it's the the wokeness it's the drag queen story times it, can you imagine an air force general having to go and have a press conference to let the American citizens know that we're no longer going to have drag queen story times on or drag queen shows on military bases. And at, no. At, wow. General is, this That's is ridiculous. What this general spending time out of his day to address the fact that we're not going to have drag queen anything on military bases. That is where we're at. When we have wow. Chinese are literally taking over. They're flying balloons across our country. They're yes. setting up military bases 90 miles from the Key West Naval Air Station. And we're, ha we're having little military generals talking about drag queen story time and story hours and shows like what what is going on john before, before we let you go to you've given us so much time and we're grateful. I mean, we could talk to you for about 24 straight hours. Yeah, maybe we could do that sometime. We'll do it for charity. <laughs> yeah, and, let's do it. We and, would have a lot of And you'll of be talking 20 shows. of those 24 hours, yes. that's for sure. Uh, we try to talk about solutions, not just bring up all the crap that's going on in our country. Yep. Um, you suggested what I felt was a suggestion early on in this conversation, and that was Trump back in office. Can you be more specifically, how do we address some of, I mean, you bring up, once again, 20 different issues, um, the border and our military recruiting, what, what happens? How do we attack this? Does it all change if Donald Trump's back in office? I think that it does, to be honest with you. And, and you know, and I'm a huge Trump supporter, obviously. I'm close with the first family. Um, I know them personally. Um, they are amazing people, okay? And this is what we need back. We need amazing people back that actually care about our country and, and love our veterans, right? And show it through their actions and show it through what they say, right? We, we don't have that right now, right? We don't have, I don't feel like we have anyone in our government that actually has our back, right? That's fighting for us. I feel like it's always about people that are on the fringe, right? And we need to focus our attention back on the hardworking Americans that have built this country, the veterans that are serving, continue to serve this country, even outside of the military. And we need to get President Trump back in action. He needs to finish the wall, okay? He needs to get our military back on track, which means getting rid of these woke generals and putting people in charge that care about one thing and one thing only, the United States of America. That is it. That's what we need to focus on. We don't need to focus on making sure Ukraine's military is ready. We need to focus on making sure our freaking military is ready, okay? Yes. And when President Trump was the president, guess what? 
Nobody messed with us. No, no new wars. No, they didn't. Do you hear anything about ISIS anymore? Do you see any videos posted of them lowering cages from cranes of people into the ocean or lighting people on fire? Do you see those videos anymore? Because no. I don't see those videos No, I don't see anymore. them either. Right? And I have all these people in the comments, not on this, but on my post I made a couple of days ago saying, oh, ISIS is not gone. ISIS is not gone. Um, they're gone. Okay? All right? right? And you know what I mean. I mean... Are they mass murdering people like they were? Sure. Someone can come out and say, oh, I'm ISIS, right? And then they'll say, oh, ISIS is back, right? They're gone, okay? President Trump walked into North Korea, walked into that country, and demanded our service members' remains be returned. And they were. No president did that. That The Abraham Accords, I mean, Jerusalem, we could go on and on and on. The economy was booming. We yes. were producing oil like never seen before. That is what this country needs to get back to. That is what we need. A person that cares about the United States of America, and you can see it in his body language. When you talk to him in person, it's all about the United States. It's always America first. And we need to get everybody back on that mentality. John, I, first. John I bet you hit your mission numbers when you were recruiting. You're damn right. I <laughs> I'm ready to run for a dead, run through a damn wall for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, I, yes. We needed you at Mizzou when I was playing football. Damn, we would have been wow. <laughs> decent. It's so refreshing to, to hear you tell the truth, John. So truth. We, we, we really try to bring the truth here on the show. And many just keep going back to the woke and keep going back to all of that. And you're bringing the truth. And we really appreciate that. John, before we let you go, hey, where'd you grow up, man? What part of the country? are you from so i'm originally from new york like every good floridian is um, <laughs> my, dad was, my dad was a police officer there for 20 years in new york city and he retired and moved this down to uh, jupiter florida so i went to elementary and middle school and high school in, in jupiter florida and then right out of high school i joined the army you know out of really out of family tradition my dad served my grandfather served and and i felt like i just had this calling this yearning to like just i don't know get after it you know what i mean i just I love this country and I'm a, the, the son of a police officer and that's how yes. I was raised to, to love America and cherish this country yeah. and our freedoms. And I just felt like uh, I needed to go out there and try to help preserve this country. And um, even though I'm out of the army, you know, and retired, I still feel like I want to serve. So I feel like serving by cleaning up trash. And, um, you know, I, I do more than that. I do. Uh, I brought water to East Palestine for President Trump, uh, nine pallets of water I delivered up there. I did the dog rescue. You know, I, this, on the 4th of July, we're taking 15 Purple Heart recipients and veterans out to go free dive with sharks. Damn. Um, it's all, that's what I'm all about is, is trying to continue to give back to this country. I have four children, 13 and under, and it's about setting the example for them. So th this is what right looks like. And it's important to make sure that people understand what right looks like. What is the right thing to do? Yeah, people lose track of it, don't they? they? Do. Yeah, they sure they do. do. Let one thing, it's the slippery slope. It's the commercials. It's the, it's the elementary school. It's the colleges. It's the Hollywood. It, everywhere you look, they're trying to brainwash your children. So yes. you have to be involved in their life more now than ever before and always showing them this is actually what right looks like. And that's all I'm trying to do. And I think, you know, if more parents do that and take time out of their days and get out of their own bubble and actually see what's going on in the rest of the country, these American citizens just like us, and help them out, 
we're be far better of a country because of it. Well, John, as one of our viewers just said, John is the epitome of a true patriot. Love this guy. He speaks the truth. There's no yes. doubt there's a calling on your life, a godly calling in regards to what you're doing yes. for yourself, this country, this family, uh, the border, you name it. Um, gosh, please. I know you're a very sought-after man. Please scratch off a little time when we call you back, please. Our guests really join. love you. I mean, our viewers really Thanks. love you. I love to come on. You, you name you name it, and I'll be on, man, because this is my passion now, is, is, yes. is talking the talk, but walking the walk, right? Yes. I, my thing is I want to take action. I'm tired of the talking, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I can go pick up trash. I'm an able-bodied human being. I can go somewhere. That is literally, think about how simple that is to do. Anybody can do this. We're, mm -hmm. we're not recreating anything here. Just go somewhere and start picking up garbage and beautify the area. And, yes. and then maybe other people will join in. It doesn't have to be picking up trash. It could be something. But do something for other people. If we all do something for other people, we will help this country greatly. That's what I'm trying to do. And I will continue to do it as long as I can, as long as I'm breathing air. Hey, not only are you one of our best guests we've ever had, but damn, whoever does your video, it, spot on, on. A plus. Spot on. Is that you too? <laughs> it's my wife. She's <laughs> a, oh, a wife. Yep. Always wife? a great what, woman what? behind a great man. What's your wife's name? Erica Rourke. Hey. Um, Erica Rourke Photography. She's a photographer, so we're using her Wow. Camera. Well, Erica rocks. You tell yeah. your wife that best video yet, too, we've had on the show. I mean, top. Wonderful. Top notch all the way around, thank my you. friend. What a power you. couple you two are. Hey, That's thank, amazing. Hey, thanks thank again. Thank you to you, John. The Great American Cleanup. Uh, check out his Instagram handle. Can you give that again for people? Uh, John J. Rourke and John Rourke Show on Rumble. And that's on Tuesdays. Did you say Tuesdays and Fridays at 7? Tuesdays and Fridays at 7 p.m. All right. Hey, John, thanks again, man. Keep up the great fight. We appreciate you. Let's go. America first. Thanks, right. John. John Rourke. Yeah, we could have talked to him, and he probably would have wow. because he's so polite. Oh, but, he was fantastic. But I didn't want to continue to yes. <laughs> bar his time because he is so sought after, and people yes. know him all around the country. We were just grateful that he gave canceltheshow.com some time today to talk about the issues that you have. Now, the problem is that that's a great first guest because there's, as I've said a few times, 20 different topics. Yes. That he laid out. We'll get John back on. We talk about these topics on this show. You break down each individual topic. You could talk for an hour straight. Um, some of those things, though, that just blow my mind, which scares the living crap out of me, is what's happening at the border because we like yeah. to forget about it. Let's talk about documents and Trump. Trump, 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 Trump. Let's talk about the damn border, the right. invasion that's taking place. We show the videos. We have them. And once again, not people from Mexico, people from South America. America. We have people from China, as we've shown you those videos. And we talk to the people who are there, which really scares the hell out of me. It should scare the hell out of you. And then you start to hear John talk about, oh, yeah, pacemakers being implanted in illegals. Who's paying for that? Where is that coming? The trash being left behind. Not even focusing on the humanitarian crisis that John spoke about when it comes to people dying and drowning, dying in the heat, drowning in the waters, um, raped, trafficked, you name it. Where's the media coverage on that on a daily basis? No, we want to talk about documents and Trump. Be careful of the shiny object in the corner. We have brought yes. that up several times. The new toy. It, it, Drew, I don't want to hear that shit. I'm sorry. Border crossings are down. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, Drew. I, I can't even take him serious. Uh, I try to be polite to him, but he's <laughs> either an idiot or he's a paid shill. And I don't know why you would but, be doing that. Wow. 
Come on, dude. But anyway, you start to get an, an idea of what's happening, and there's no better person to talk to about what's happening at the border than John 10 times in the last two and a half to three years. That's somebody who's working the border that sees what's happening, that's trying to make an impact and is making an impact. And that's why we try to have those guests when we can to come in here uh, and, and tell you what's actually happening because you don't see it on national media. And you're not going to see it unless you're looking at people slash patriots like John and what they're doing at the border, which is why we try to bring that information um, to the forefront, uh, not to mention what's happening when it comes to the recruiting aspect or lack thereof. Because once again, there was a time where it was a, a proud honor to serve this country. And the more comfortable you get as a country, the more easy things are, the more lazy we get, uh, the more comfortable we just sit back and think that everything is going to be fine. Um, things change. And it happens with every society, every power from the beginning of time, which is why you can't just sit back. You need to hear and see stories and be reminded, almost shocked into reality. Things have changed. They're changing. Nobody's doing anything. And this falls squarely on the Biden administration or who is calling the shots. There's no way else around it. Democrats know it. Republicans know it. Independents know it. It's not going to change until you think, change things at the top, which gets me fired up. Um, Jerry says, yeah, Vic Cussing. I love the bullshit call out. Okay, it is. It's bullshit. It's all well, bullshit. You're, you're tired of it and uh, you're calling it out. You're tired of it and you're the real deal and you're calling it out because you've had it too. Well, the iron sharpens iron yes. and John is iron Ooh, and you get around he? people like that yeah, he is. and you see what's happening and then it, it should move us all men and women what's happening in this country right now because it's so damn frustrating which is why we take a deep breath uh, you can't forget about it but you take a deep breath and then we move to a better topic we're going to be bringing in uh, our friend Rochelle from Winty she's going to be coming in studio where are we going to put Rochelle when she comes in Michelle is coming here, and Rochelle. I'm going to go over to Eric's stuff. Oh, Rochelle's going to be over there? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Rochelle, you cannot. You didn't. You just have yourself. Did you bring anything with you? Okay, you oh, did. Oh, good. Projo, do you have any ideas on how we can how we can show video of that? Do we use another? Uh, we can. Uh, I guess. Yeah, we'll do it at Liz, uh, at, at Tabitha's spot. Okay, but well, we appreciate it. We'll bring her in. Um, what we're doing, we're making a hard right switch as we're getting ready uh, to talk. Wenties, we'll figure out what happened. One of our show sponsors that has had a situation where they are now going to be focused on a national show. That's right, Wenties in the Chesterfield Valley in the St. Louis metropolitan area. So we're going to have Rochelle on, and Rochelle, there's a chair there too if you wanted to sit in a chair, which would pop you up on the screen a little better. Um, so we, we make that hard transition from hardcore topics that are happening at our border. John Rourke, we'll get him back on. Check him out on Instagram. Check out his uh, podcast that he has on Tuesday nights and Friday nights where you at 7 p.m. Central Time, where you start to see some of those things that are actually happening in this country. So John, thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. Um, we carved out a little bit of time too with Rochelle. She, and we got Lizzie Sparks' name up there. We'll get that changed for you in just a little bit. But first of all, tell us about this national show that Wendy's has been on. Let people know what the show is and what's going to happen. So it's called America's Best Restaurant, and they do like a traveling show across America looking for neighborhood favorite restaurants and bars. And they're coming to us on Thursday from 2 to 5. 
and then um, so are they shooting video they're or? shooting video they'll be in the kitchen they'll show our food um we're gonna smoke meat so they can show the smoker and really feature what we do that's pretty damn cool yeah. Okay, so um, how can people watch? Where is this on? Is this online? So is, they'll have they'll we'll post a link, but they also have their own YouTube channel, so it'll be on YouTube, Facebook, and then we'll actually feature a watch party in the restaurant. Oh, that's very yes. cool. So um, when so they're taping this what this Thursday? This Thursday, yes, the 29th. from, from yes. two to five. From two to five, and then we do have Trixie Duo pay, playing on the patio. While oh yeah, oh, how fun! Yeah. A, a St. Louis yeah. area band, yes, super super yes, popular. Yes. Um, the, once again, the show name is what again? It's called America's Best Restaurants, and like I said, they travel the world, so they go to all different states, and they're stopping in St. Louis. They contacted me because we were um, suggested to them while they're in St. Louis. Well, that's got to make you feel good. It You're does. the general manager at yes. Wendy's. Yes. Um, you yes. run the, you run the joint over there. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you get a call like that, um, how excited does it make you feel about it's, the work? Because you know, you know, when you run a restaurant, bar, business, bartending, serving, I've done it. Uh, it can be a thankless business, that's for sure. It's very flattering, and you know what? I'm so proud of my team, especially. I will say things of you know the COVID word, but it's so different now. Everybody works so hard and the industry has gotten it's it's really a hard industry it's a doggy dog world for sure yes and you know i the team that i have i'm so thankful for like marla ben and then our whole team we just keep grinding and grinding every day so well i can smell the wings already yes, yes. I, I have them over here <laughs> yes. at, at this desk and I can hold the food up if you want, but if but if you don't, I'm going to eat it all. Because, no, you can, oh, yeah, you can God. try to hold the food up as I talk to Rochelle too, as okay. you're showing. I mean, because they're known for their wings. You brought wings in, and we're grateful for that. Yes, um, Rochelle, did they tell you why, or was there something specific that they were uh, focusing on? Wendy's was it all food? Was it wings? Was so it was based on food, and also like we're a family owned business, so they like to hit like they say the mom and pop shops or you know dive bars as I call us I think we're an upscale dive bar I still like that feeling of the neighborhood you're an upscale dive yeah, bar yeah for sure <laughs> you can't call you a, you can't no, call Winky the dive no, bar no but people like to say that but I still so um but they did say you know like with our smoking and you know we're not a very big establishment but we put a lot of great food out our kitchen's small but we have a big menu a variety of things especially yeah, but you have a massive patio that's covered and then we extended do. seating that goes out and beyond the place yes. as well and the patio is beautiful it's more like it's like a garden vibe i would say oh yeah of yeah. course <laughs> What what is your favorite item at Wendy's? Um, so I did bring one of my favorite items items for you guys. Um, it is our smoked hot teriyaki wings, um, and of course our homemade ranch dressing yeah. that you have to have. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, um, we make our ranch in house, and it is I will say the best ranch you will ever have. And I make sure to tell everyone that, and they say yes, I'm right. <laughs> Do you know when people will be able to watch the show? Uh, have um, they told you that yet? I think it's like a six week turnaround because they have to do editing, put it together. Because I mean, like it's from two to five, so mm -hmm. it's going to be a lot of filming. Um, and then they we will they will release the date to me of when it's done, and then I will put it on our Facebook page or Facebook page because I always usually share on yours also. And, so, and can you say? Are we all allowed, like if the whole show, the lot of the listeners, can we all show up? Oh, yes. I want everyone to come, please. <laughs> great. It's going to be a great time. So as many people as you would like to have come out there. You know what? Fill that patio. Fill the inside. Okay. We're ready. 
I love it. Uh, the other, when you talk about, if somebody is not familiar with Wendy's in the Chesterfield Valley, can you describe it for them? Your food, your vibe, what you guys are about? So Wendy's, like it's, it was around the old owner had it for 27 years. It's been family owned and Marla took over. It'll be our three year anniversary is coming up and we do a lot of fresh food, everything, you know, we pre patty our burgers every day. Chicken is, uh, battered to to order fish is battered to order um we try to stay very authentic to what we're serving because that's important to us um the vibe is it is laid back but you never know who's going to walk through the door and it's all varieties of ages and we have live music friday nights saturday nights and then we do acoustic on sundays two to five out on the patio so well we're a national show and for people who are in the st louis area they know the chesterfield valley but are you guys ready uh, to become an even bigger place because Gateway, if people don't understand Gateway, uh, it's a brand new company, or it's not a brand new company, but they're building studios in the Chesterfield Valley. So if people are traveling on Highway 40, east or west to the Chesterfield Valley, they'll see these massive structures. There will be five of them, yep. but it's such a unique business um, that they brought in here. Trey Kerr, I believe, is the owner of that, where music groups have to they have to go and have studio time. Yes. So they train before they go out to the world for their musical tours. Yes. I was told there was only one facility like this in the country on the East Coast, and it was booked up for years. Well, the Chesterfield Valley, basically across the street from you guys, yes. now has these massive studios that will be bringing in the most popular acts in the world, and they come and they stay in that area gateway. Yeah, and it's going to be weeks at a time. I actually just met their head of security on Sunday and had this whole conversation with him. You know, <clears throat> their roadies will be here. It'll be, you know, they could have 100 roadies. So And that sounds like great business for the does. entire yeah, area. It's, That's it's great. going to be. It's going to be. So we're really looking forward to that. And the owners of Gateway are amazing. They come in already. I mean, we get the people that, you know, are actually building the structure. So they already know about us and can tell people about us. So we're And they could have chosen, and I know the people over Gateway, it's interesting, they could have chosen any spot yes. in the country, but they wanted to stay true to St. Louis. Yes. And, and because St. Louis began as a blues, and I don't know if this is what you were told to, began as a blues mecca, and now it's like, hey, we could go to Memphis. We could go to Nashville. Uh, we want to go to St. Louis. We wanted to build something in St. Louis, leave something behind, and they're building up the entire Chesterfield area. And that had, and I just think of that because when I saw that go up, Rochelle was like, oh my gosh, Wendy's is, go they're going to they're gonna love the food. Yes. <laughs> they're like, damn, look at this little place <laughs> off the beaten path. Yeah, I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. It's really exciting. Okay, so what would you suggest? Uh, you said the teriyaki barbecue is your favorite? So that is my favorite wing. And then burger-wise, we have a Monterey that we cook Parmesan cheese into the bread. And it comes with a side of Thousand What's Island. the most popular item that's sold? Because you order, I'm sure, I'm, I'm guessing you order all the food. I do. <laughs> what what goes fastest? Um, it's so hard to say because we go through so much food a week. The volume has increased like triple, you know, for us, which is amazing. That's and, great. Because um, we have other bar and restaurant owners who listen to the show yeah. and are friends. Um, I'm just our curious. smoked meat flies. Like it's hard to keep up because we're, you know, I don't have a, a pit master. You know, we're all, our kitchen staff's doing it all on their own. And we've mastered brisket, pork, ribs, smoked wings, turkey. You know, that's a lot on a small facility. Because um, we're not a barbecue place, but we love our barbecue, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, are people not buying Bud Light? They are. I know. You. <laughs> Why did I know? You were, I almost brought you a Bud Light, sir. <laughs> that should be funny. Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> I haven't noticed. I mean, 
I've noticed a little bit that we're not going through as many cases, but we're still going through it, especially draft. Like draft beer right now is it's still I'm still ordering the same amount of kegs. It's not really changed for us from a Bud Light standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Hey, what else? uh, What else haven't we asked you about this show? Once again, Thursday, two to five, you can come out to Wendy's and the show name again is going to be? It's America's Best Restaurant and um, two to five, we're going to have live music. Just come have fun with us. We're, you know, it's not major. Like we're just, we just want to have a good time. We want to truly show who we are. And I feel like our environment is fun, laid back, chill, as you know, and the patio is amazing. And uh, we just want you to join us. Boy, that sounds like a great time. Yes. Weather looks good too for Thursday, doesn't yes, it? Yes, hopefully, yes. <laughs> and yeah. Trixie Delight playing. Trixie Duo is playing. Yeah. Oh, it's Trixie, Trixie Duo. Duo. It's Trixie, yeah, it's Clint and Kelly. Yeah. Okay. That would be a duo. Yes. Makes, yes. Uh, yes. Real quick, do they have a host? Does the show, when they come out, do they, they have a host do. or a producer? Yeah, they have a ho- I've been working with their producers, their hosts. Like, it's a whole thing. Like, we had to do a online boarding call. I had to do a, a, you know, a Zoom call. And then we'll meet with them once they arrive. And Marla and I will be uh, through the whole process with them. So All right. Well, That's Rochelle, amazing. we appreciate you they jumping in you. today. I appreciate you. Behind the scenes, two to five yes. Wenties. Go check it out this week. We'll be over there. That's for sure. Can't wait, uh, can't wait to get on video. And um, you can just get up and leave whenever Thank you, you want to. Thank you so much. Uh, but you can leave the wings. Yes, the wings Yeah, please you. don't take the wings. I'm though. not. Enjoy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, Rochelle, we appreciate you jumping in. General Manager, is that your correct title? General Manager? Yeah, General Manager over at Winty's in the Chesterfield Valley. Uh, That's one good thing in the St. Louis area, that's for sure. The Gateway, which I was talking about, another massive uh, infusion of, you know, workflow. Uh, money coming into the St. Louis area, which is something that we get excited about as well. Um, We had to do that hard transition. We had it you know, coming out of John Rourke into uh, the Wendy's episode. But that's exciting for St. Louis. Anytime you can it is get some exciting. publicity. And I was excited. It was such a, almost a depressing, but truthful thing from John Rourke. But then Rochelle walked into these wings and it's like lofting here at my <laughs> desk. And I just want to like open it and eat it right now. But I, I won't beat that crash. Um, I want to. And, and by the way, uh, I did. T- yeah, we'll get, uh, we'll, we'll, We'll come up with a plan to get John back on. Yes, um, for sure. As much as we can, we got to make it worth his while too, because that guy is doing so much. He's so busy um, all over the country, and yes, it was so cool to see his wife get what was the best shot we've ever had. Yes, he looked um, so great. I wish she was local so people could hire her. Um, right, Erica Rourke Photography. I wanted to make sure that we got that out there, Erica Rourke. Uh, photography, but they're down in Florida, South Florida, Jupiter. And I had to apologize. I did not get a chance to ask him. There were so many, we would have kept him on and on and on if he was a Cardinals fan. I will ask when we get off the air and find out because there were a couple of people who know if he was a Cardinals fan because Jupiter, Florida, the spring training Good question. Good question. Of the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Guys, we appreciate you jumping in today. Once again, tomorrow, uh, Greenlight Dispensary. We have them coming in at 930. We'll talk real estate. uh, Packed week Thursday. We've got um, Steve King, Metro Shooting Supply. We'll check in with Steve. We've also got uh, Nicole Jenkins. We'll have Nicole Jenkins in studio. She's always a super popular guest. Time to get real about what's happening behind the scenes and some of the missions that people have in these cities that are not necessarily missions to keep the city safe. 
it's more about making people feel more comfortable about their feelings when it comes to safety. Another issue that John talked about as well. And maybe we can talk to her about something that John Work talked about too, is she works with veterans. So that'll be great to tie that all in Veterans too. Advantage uh, Medical Care. Yes, and, sure does. And uh, it would be a perfect spot. So um, we don't have to go exactly to 10 o'clock. Sometimes we stop earlier. Sometimes we go later. Um, I've just got wings sitting next to me. I know. I, I want to eat them so bad. Yeah. And I've got some some like hit workouts to do today. So I need to eat quicker so I can well, get here that, you go. Because I'm going to need more time. To here they are. <laughs> let that food settle. Uh, guys, we love drums or flats. Drums or flats. For drums or flats. Wings. Well, I like, like, drums I like the better? drums. Yeah. I drums. like the drums. Yeah. I, I like them both. I don't though. know I like anybody that's ever chose flats over drums. Yeah. I haven't either. Are well, there? my kids, my kids, some of my little kids would, I think. The Biden family would probably choose flats. I, I bet the Bidens would too. You <laughs> know sorry. the Bidens would. Of course they would. Uh, guys, I'm Vic Faust uh, with Lizzie Sparks here, co-hosting, running the chat line today. Pro Joe on the engineering side. Of course, leave it to the Democrat. Democrat Drew likes flats. As soon as I saw that, I busted up laughing. Of course he does. <laughs> he's a I'm flat sorry. earther too. Yeah, so there you go. Fa Facebook user <laughs> says my wife likes flats. Hey, guess what? Flats, drumsticks, it doesn't matter. It's all it's good. It's, it's not all political. good. We're just teasing. Uh, anyway, have an awesome day, guys. That does it for this June 27th podcast. Uh, we love you. God bless America, especially after hearing John Work talk. God bless America.